Hi, this is Rachel Bider with the Press Here podcast. You can find my website at wellnessbusinessconsulting.com. Thanks for listening. Today we're going to talk about facing our fears, especially the fear of failing, which is a really big one. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I was recently invited to speak at the Swedish Institute's graduation ceremony. And I'll be honest, it's been waking me up in the middle of the night at like four or five in the morning with heart racing and just feeling like, oh my gosh, what have I signed up for? I know it's going to be speaking in front of a huge group of people. And this is something that I'm really intimidated by. So what can you do when you feel super scared? I heard recently a quote from Tony Robbins where he discusses bravery as not being without fear, but bravery as feeling the fear and doing it anyways. So as part of feeling less afraid, I've decided for this particular task that I need more support, more resources, and more help. I've been watching some YouTube videos on overcoming fear of public speaking, and I actually hired a speaking coach to help me get a little more support in this area. There's a few other things that I think about when thinking about failing or fearing failing. And one of the things that I also like to do to get myself in a better headspace is to create a list of the absolute worst possible things that could happen. So maybe write down three or four or five of the very worst things that could possibly happen if I try something and it fails. And then I look at each of those one at a time and I write three ways to get out of it. So for example, when it comes to my business, um, sometimes I have this fear of what if I try something and it fails? You know, what are three ways that I would get out of wherever I was and back to feeling okay again? And I write those things down. And when I start to look at the list, it gets longer and longer of all of the ways that I could get out of something if I really failed, you know, that I get back to normal. And you start to realize you're actually pretty resourceful and resilient. And even if the worst case scenario happens, you're pretty much okay. Another thing that I like to remind myself is a concept that the therapist Seligman came up with. It's called the three P's of learned helplessness. It's imagining that whatever your problem is, it is permanent, pervasive, or personal. Those are the three P's, and we'll go into those in detail in a moment. The theory is that our brains weren't evolved to make us happy. They're evolved to help us survive, so they're always looking for the next threat or what could go wrong. This manifests in imagining the three P's. So imagining that whatever your problem is, it's permanent. Thoughts like, I feel bad and I'll always feel bad, or I failed and I'll never be okay again. The second P is pervasive. So imagining your problems are pervasive. Thoughts like, this is going to take over every area of my whole life, or I'll lose everything and have to move home. This can manifest in the third way of personal. So imagining that your problems are personal with thoughts like, I'm totally alone in this. No one's ever gone through this before and no one understands me. These are totally unoriginal thoughts that people have been having for thousands of years. It's just what the mind does when it's stressed or scared. One last thing I'll say about the fear and facing your fear. There's a beautiful poem by Marianne Williamson where she says, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. 
It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented? Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people don't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So that thing that you're most afraid of, try doing that first. The thing that you need to address the most, try addressing it first. Ask for help, talk to a family member or friend, but get some support on it because it's usually the things that we're dreading that we need to do first. I hope you found these tips helpful. This was Rachel Bider at wellnessbusinessconsulting.com and the podcast is called Press Here. Stay tuned for more episodes.